You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF with me, Danielle Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. Should we be saying Honest AF show? Because that's what our handle is? I or? think so. Why? What do you say? I say Honest AF. Oh. I don't say Honest AF show. Okay, it's the Honest AF show, but yeah. I yeah, don't. I guess we should. <laughs> All right. Hi, and welcome to <laughs> hi and welcome to another episode of the Honest AF show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And we are hanging in the studio, and it's cold today, and I'm miserable. Did I tell you that I finally got the results back? You remember I left the cliffhanger on my back? situation where I went in for I, a, yeah I've been really x-ray and they I, I got my x-ray on my back and they evacuated the hospital right as I was supposed to get the results with my doctor so I think I left everybody on a cliffhanger my doctor no, had recommended- literally evacuated you it's funny because people might not realize that they it was like a weird like it was they the craziest thing. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting with my doctor. We were about to go over the results of my x-ray and then the uh, fire alarm went off and they evacuated the entire hospital. So, <laughs> cause I've been having, if, if you hadn't heard the episode, I've been having a lot of back pain, especially in my lower back, a lot, a lot of back pain. It's just been really difficult for me because it just makes me not want to do anything because it's just so painful and it's so bad that everything hurts. Like you can't get comfortable. You can't sleeping hurts, standing hurts, everything hurts. You can't get away from it. And it's absolutely awful. So I went and I got an x-ray and the x-ray didn't say much. So then my doctor suggested that I do an MRI. Right. And so I did an MRI and uh, got the results back from that. And basically I have two bulging discs in my lower back And therefore also have pinched nerves, which is sending pain down to like my hip area, groin area Mm -hmm. and everything else. So because it's all kind of involved. Right. So really not fun. And now I got to figure out my doctor wants me to go see a spinal specialist specialist to talk about what my options are on, on treating it. So he suggests, thank goodness my doctor is not much about uh, spinal surgery. He's not into that. So he suggests mainly physical therapy and pain management. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go and uh, make an appointment today with the spinal specialist and see what we can we can do about this because uh, it needs to be managed. It's not cute. Part of getting old that I'm not happy about. <laughs> well, no, you know, it's not always about getting old because I mean, it's not- it, you know what? You're right. A lot of it, and he thinks that some of it is um, due to some injuries. Uh huh. And Lord knows, you know, we have a house with stairs. I have fallen down the stairs a few times <laughs> over the years. Right. I slip or the dog goes running past me while I'm walking down the stairs and I've slipped and I've hurt myself. So who knows what kind of injury it's from? Right. Or, I, you know, I do work out a lot. I don't know. I could have injured it somehow. I, I have no idea. But now I have to deal with it for sure. 
Zach broke his back on stage on Labor Day show in 1994. So he was only in his 20s. And he had a similar thing to you where he was in agony in about at 2010. And it was from an old injury. It just, right. it just, you know, really, really messed him up. And he found an incredible neurologist who went in and did a procedure because Zach didn't want any narcotics because, you know, he's sober for 13 years. And that was right, right when he got sober right. in 2009. This happened in 2010. And he was beside himself and... They went in, this doctor's incredible, uh, did this cauterization. Right. And they went in and they did a lumbar puncture on both sides of his spinal cord and cauterized the nerves. Right. Because the nerves is what causes the pain. Mm -hmm. And they burn them off. Mm -hmm. And they can grow back, so you yeah. may need a procedure again. But that's a way to, I mean, I don't know if that's an option for you, but that was, it like saved Zach. So, yeah. but it's not always, you know, a lot of times when you have an injury, you might not even remember the injury, but it'll come back to you at some point in your right, life, you know? Right, Yeah, I know. And everyone was like, oh, well, it's cold outside, so I'm sure that's why I'm it's sure it makes it worse. worse. And yeah, so, um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's fairly uncomfortable, so um, I, I got to deal with it. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now is uh, today after we finish recording, I'm going to make an appointment and uh, do a follow-up and see what they can do about it. Well, thank goodness you they had answers for you. Because yeah. the worst is when you go through all those tests and there's no answers. There's At no answer. Yeah. Now you know what you need to do. You know, yeah. It, you, you know what you're dealing with. So that yeah. makes a big difference. And I'm pretty in tune with my body. I always know, uh, you know, if something's not right, I know what my body feels like. And I, I'm, yeah, not you one, are. I'm not one to let it go and just let it progress. I'm always worried that if I don't deal with it right away, it's just going to get worse. You are very proactive. So, yeah. Yes. So I try to be as proactive as possible because, I, you know, that's the thing. It's like your back, you know, when your back goes out or when you have pain, it just everything stops. You can't do anything. You can't work out. You don't want to no. do anything because nothing feels good and everything feels like a chore because you're in pain. Yeah. So. And it's always there. So yeah. you definitely need to deal with it. Yeah, definitely. So that and just, you know, trying to figure out what we're going to do. You guys don't do holiday cards, right? You know, I used to do them. We were like known for them when, when the kids were little. We did these incredible calendars and cards and mm -hmm. everything. And then when they got to be like preteens yeah. and they were like didn't want the f cameras in their face all the time. And it wasn't the cell phone. Uh -huh. It was, you know, cameras. And um, then we kind of like backed off of it. And then it was near impossible to get all of us looking good in the same photo and it turned into being a thing where it was just so much trouble and then to get it done before the holidays. And I, I haven't done them in a long time. Mm, yeah. We, we do. I love every... it. I love the, I love the tradition of it. I do too. I love getting cards in the mail. I think it's so cute when people still send cards. Yeah. And I love it when they send them with like cute little updates about yeah, what they've done in the, the year. Family updates and yeah. stuff. But what we usually do we always kind of take the humorous route and we do something kind of funny. Yes, you do. <laughs> and we stop doing cards. We've been just basically posting it, doing digital stuff and posting it online. Right. So we'll probably do that again. But with the holidays coming up, it's got me thinking like, you know how we 
talk about like New Year's. Everybody yeah. has their resolutions. Yes. People start to think about like, oh, what am I going to do different ne next year? Right. What is going to be my New Year's resolution? A lot of people want to lose weight. A lot of people want to work out more. I think my biggest New Year's resolution for me is I want to reprioritize my life. Well, that sounds like a very big undertaking. It's a huge undertaking. Thinking? But what I'm thinking is, you know, it's not only New Year's, but also when you get older, you start to take inventory and you start to kind of really think about like what you've done versus what you still want to do. And, you know, how are you going to get there? Like, what are you, what are you going to do to make that happen? Right. So I went out to dinner with an old friend of mine the other night, which we've actually, we've had on the show, Maggie. I love Maggie. Oh, Maggie's amazing. Gilby was out of town. He went on a, um, a motorcycle ride. He, he did that. Have you heard about this, uh, the gentleman's ride? They do this uh, no. e every year. It actually, I think it originated in Jersey. Oh. And um, they do this motorcycle ride on the beach there or oh, what have fun. you. And this year it was in Riverside. So he went away for the weekend with the guys to do this, it's like a race. They race old bikes oh, and wow. old cars. It's really cool. Um, but um, so he went away. So Maggie and I decided to go out to dinner and we had this really good conversation. You know, sometimes we all Maggie talk. Maggie is great for that. She's great. Amazing. Yeah. She's great. Like we always talk, Maggie's a therapist and we've had her on the show. And usually, you know, when you go out with your girlfriends, you kind of talk about light stuff or things that's going on at home or whatever. But Maggie brought up a subject matter. We were sitting at dinner and she goes, I have a question. And I said, what's your question? She goes, have you ever had that window moment where a window has opened and you could either go through it or a door has opened and you could either go through that door or you go the other direction? Mm. And have you ever thought about what that was in your life? And do you have regrets, regrets about it? Interesting question. It was an interesting question. She brought up a topic. I love it when people do stuff like that. I have these friends that do these dinner parties and they always just kind of throw out a topic. Too. I've been to a couple of dinner parties too where you, everyone has to answer a question, something like that. And it's really cool. It is. It's really, it gets you thinking, right? Yeah. And um, so she said, you know, what was that moment for you? And what, you know, what do you think? Of, do, do you regret it? Would you like to go back? Would you want a second opportunity to walk through that door? And so we just kind of talked about that. And, you know, she had her moments that she talked about. And it got me thinking, like she really sparked something in me. I went home and I started to think about it even more and more and more. <laughs> and it just kind of brought me to a place of like, okay, so for the new year, what do I, how do I want to attack things differently? And I think that one of the things I want to do differently is I want to reprioritize my life. And instead of spending so much time on things that are kind of meaningless, right? I want to have more purpose and not only do things more that I would like to do, because, you know, I there is definitely, there's more travel that I want to do. Yeah, me too. I have a bucket list. I, yeah. And I want to go back to Israel where I was born and I want to meet my siblings and I'd like to spend some meaningful time there for me. Yeah. 
And also, you know, Frankie and I have talked about going back there and Gilby and I, uh, the three of us, because no one's met. I haven't even met my siblings, most of them there. And we know you probably have more than you even know. Yeah, gonna, exactly. You're going to keep collecting them <laughs> my, as uh, my 23 and me is finding them for you. My 255 siblings. <laughs> but um, I'd like to go back there and kind of connect um, with some of And I'd like to do more family trips and spend more meaningful time with my family and that's a given, but also I'd like to do things that have more purpose, that serve a little more. So you and I are going to Haiti and we're going to try and... Uh, yeah, we're going to go do some... find water and lay down beds and yeah. we're going to do some really purposeful things. And Honest AF is that, are we closing the podcast? Because I don't know how purposeful we are. I think we are, I think are, we're supposed Barb. to be light and fun and... I think uh, we are. I think we do serve a purpose. Yes, you know? we do. <laughs> I Keep do, me I from do. jumping off of a bridge. Think but, about yeah. it. Think about it, Barb. This does serve a purpose. It serves a purpose for our psyche and it serves a purpose... Agreed. For, somewhere you know. to put all my crazy beauty trivia because lord knows it's not like we're making money from doing this no. or you know this getting anything a, a pleasant it's love. just fun and it's we the love and we hope that by discussing all of our shenanigans <laughs> that we're helping whoever is listening out also and giving them ideas and you know maybe sharing our shared experiences uh, is helpful to those of you listening so i do feel like that does serve a, pur okay. a purpose well i don't mean to you know rain on your very deep parade but where were you going <laughs> you were saying that you were you were about to say one of the things that you were hoping to do and then I just kind of pounced all over you oh but, no I said it you oh. know and the things that I'm hoping to do is spend more purposeful time with my family but what about for you and for me I want to travel and I wanted I want to just have more purpose and I'm not sure what that looks like right. yet but I think putting some thought towards that is where I'm at. And I want to kind of organize and prioritize, reprioritize my life, you know, and just like instead of spending a lot of time on, you know, crap, I want to um, right. just kind of focus a little bit better because I tend to, and I don't know if you do the same thing, but I tend to do a lot of things. Right. And I sometimes I'm like doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then I feel like I'm not really going anywhere with any of it. I, I definitely so, feel that way too. To kind of hone in on something. Right. And maybe get rid of some of the stuff that isn't really serving anything. Right. Whether it be relationships, whether it be time spent, you know, on... <laughs> TikTok or time spent watching too much TV or whatever it is. I understand what you're Everybody's saying. Everybody's got their thing that they spend a lot of time doing yeah. and that they kind of distract themselves with. And so maybe it's about, you know, just trying to do things that are just a little bit more meaningful. Yeah, it's weird because it's it's hard, you know, I I was talking to my son Jesse the other day about him thinking of some things that he would like to do in his life. And he was saying, well, it's too late to do that. And it's too late to do this. And it's too late to do that. And I'm like, it's never too late. And he said, but mom, the, the difficulty in it is knowing, I said, it's never too late to pursue your dreams. Mm -hmm. And he said, but what's difficult is knowing what the dreams are. And I thought to myself, you know, that is so true because for me personally, 
I don't know what my dreams are anymore. Mm. Like it's not, it's not that I, I, I'm such an optimist. I don't feel like it's ever too late to do anything, Right. but I don't, I don't have that. And maybe it's just being a woman and a mom and a wife that, you know, the majority of my focus is on everybody else. Exactly. So if I have to ask myself the question, what are my dreams still for me? Mm-hmm. It would be really hard for me to, other than have this continue to grow and mm-hmm. to be able to do this, like this is like a luxury and a gift to me. Mm-hmm. I love doing our podcast, but to do, you know, and, and I do love doing the philanthropic things that I've been able to do with St. Jude's and, and yes. some of the other organizations that I've worked with through Zach. Um, but it, I don't know what my dreams are anymore. And that, mm. I think that is really difficult. It to, is. It's very difficult. And as a mom and a wife and a sister and a friend and all that, you we tend to prioritize making everybody else happy and having everything happen for everybody else. And, right. and especially you manage that too. So we tend to kind of like prioritize everybody else and we push ourselves last. Right. And, you know, at a certain point, you kind of go, you know, I have a friend right now who's very, very sick. She's, um, she's battling cancer and she, she's terminally ill. She's very ill and she has a little girl. And I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, all she wants is time, more time with her daughter. That's all she wants and to make memories with her course you know yeah and so I just I don't know I just kind of between watching her go through her journey and Maggie's question at dinner I was like my wheels have just been turning I find that I can't even sleep at night because I keep thinking about it and And your back pain and (laughs) of course there's the back pain your back's keeping (laughs) you up and now you have all this heavy stuff to think about yeah you know what it's it's so true I mean without your health all that other stuff has to go by the wayside. But, but see, is- that's the thing. It's like without your health, that's the key. So if you don't have your health, you absolutely have nothing. No. And if you don't have your health, you can't travel. You can't go see things that have been on your bucket list. So you have to do things while you're still feeling good. Yes. I always think about that because I think, you know, people, we, we tend to want to wait. Oh, I'm going to wait until you know, I finish this or I'm going to wait until the kids graduate college or I'm going to wait until I retire. Well, what if at that time you don't feel good enough to do anything? That's true too. It's so funny. You are my female version of my husband. (laughs) It is hysterical because he's turned into Buddha and I don't know where or when or how that happened, but he's always like, even, you know, should I wait to, you know, open this present no what why wait should we wait to do this no are we gonna do another family trip because i want to do that every year when are the kids coming home so we could all be together like he Mm -hmm. has just said you know no no more waiting anymore on anything you know he asked me every day when are we getting that apartment in paris or that house on the coast right like what are you waiting for i'm like i'm like making sure that we've got all this work and it's solid and that you know because it's been four years for us that work Mm -hmm. has been like up and down. I mean, Zach never stops, but you know, Ozzy's illness kind of put the brakes on the Ozzy tour, which was just the most incredible time 
touring in Zach's career and, and our life together, it was just incredible. And while Ozzy's recovering, then COVID hit. Right. So it's like, you, you know. You just never know what curveball life's going to hit at you, no, throw at you. No. So you kind of have to do prioritize what you want to do. And the thing Gilby and I were talking about, as I said to him, I go, you know, maybe the time has come where we downsize, where we get rid of the big house, get rid of all this stuff. I always feel like that. And, and maybe we get a little apartment in, you know, Paris, or we get, you know, that farmhouse we always wanted to do in Italy, or, you know, maybe we, maybe it's time to do that now. And then of course the economy's not that good. Interest rates are not that good. The worst time to do, uh, to sell a house too. So, you know, obviously we all have, you know, financial reasons and financial goals of why we can't do certain things. Right. But I think it's really good, especially after everything that, you know, the whole world's been through in the past couple of years, it's kind of good to reevaluate and see where, what you want to do and, you know, what's important to you and why are you waiting? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. What can be done? There is really no reason to wait on anything. And it's funny because COVID, I think, has done that for a lot of us, mm-hmm. where that alone, not even not even getting older, not even, you know, it's just, I think many of us would have used it wiser had we known for sure that we had two years. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just kind of like that, well, it's going to be two weeks, it's going to be three weeks, it's going to be a month, it's going to be yeah, six months. So yeah. it was like, you know, it wasn't like we had this, we were able to have hindsight and be able to say that I'm we have, have two, two years, years off, to I'm going to go do out, something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but but it, I think it's still reflecting back on it's a lot of people, Zach, for sure, are like, you know what, all that said to me is, these are not the things that are important to me. These are the things that are important yes. to me. And this is what I still want to do. Yeah. And um, I think I need to figure out what that is for me. But I think it's really important question to ask yourself and to, I think it's a great New Year's resolution for you. And I yeah. think that's amazing. Just to start thinking about that because I've, I have seen it over the years. I've seen like family members get older, you know, like our parents and my mom, for instance, and Gilby's parents, For years, oh, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. And then they don't do it. And then they're too old to do it. Right. Now they don't feel good enough to walk around and go sightseeing and do all the things that they said they wanted to see. Right. They just don't feel up to it anymore. True. So, you know, I I think about that a lot. And I'm like, wow, do it while you can. Do it while you can still enjoy it. Without a doubt. And also when you have little kids, like do it while your kids are still interested in, in, in hanging out with you. <laughs> true. <laughs> you it know, it's true. I don't want to have to go on a trip and have Frankie push me along in a, <laughs> so funny, <laughs> you know, uh, in a wheelchair. I, I want to go and, and run through, uh, you know, the waterfalls with her and with Gilby and do those things together. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, just 
some food for thought from your honest uh, AFers over here. Yeah, try not to have any regrets. That's, yeah. That's like the most, yeah. you know. You have exactly. To, I mean, you can't live on love only and you can't live on your dreams. There are responsibilities that we have once we're an adult and all of that. But sure. there is no time like the present. And yeah. You, you have to. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you have something you want to say to someone, say it. <laughs> well, that might not be the best advice for coming from you and me. No, but, I mean, in a loving way. I yeah. mean, like, you know, if you love someone, tell them, you know, um, you know, if you, if you want to spend more time with someone, spend more time with them. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, that's just my thing. That, that, that's I just think where my head's I think it's very great very sage advice, Daniela, and really super important. I mean, I don't know what my New Year's resolution is going to be this year. I always feel the way you feel, though, that I would love to get rid of lots and lots of stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have a husband who keeps everything from every single haircut from every one of our kids. Oh, my God. He, even the people that cut their hair say to me, here's a baggie for Zach. <gasps> you know, like, it's just craziness it's like you really don't need you know every single four no, times you a year haircut of your son's hair locks of their hair and all that but for some reason it's really special to him i think it's because our parents kept nothing yeah and my zach is just my like, parents did too they kept nothing too you know yeah. and sometimes that's all you really have it's so funny because my mom was the same way like my mom i have no pictures of me when i was a little kid i have right. no artwork my mom never kept anything she threw everything away and so i did the opposite with frankie i've kept Zach all too. her artwork i've kept all her clothing all her shoes all her toys i have buckets and buckets of crap and like guess guess what she has zero interest in any of it. Zach's father, <laughs> Zach's father told me something really interesting once. When Haley Ray was turning one, he said to me, I want to buy her a hope chest. And I thought that was so sweet. Well, he was born in 1919, so that was yeah, a big deal, big deal right? back then, yeah. And he's like, and then what you do is you keep what the most important things from her childhood up until she's an adult. Yeah. And then when she's an adult gifted to her and it's from pup up yeah. and it's like her life in and yeah. but you have to you have to discriminate and put the most important special things in there that could fit in a footlocker you know a hope chest and i thought that was amazing well we have five storage units so we weren't successful in following his wishes although her hope chest is in one of them but <laughs> it, it's not because of me i throw yeah. everything no, away i, know, I give everything away yeah. i if it were up to me i would live in a very japanese inspired minimalist <laughs> no dust collecting anything and yeah. it would just be like that's my dream zach forget it we'd have a victorian with like 16 layers of things <laughs> everywhere but we you know we compromise i even i kept yeah. my wedding dress i think that's not no it, it's it's what i, I was gonna say mine. was yeah most people do i kept my wedding dress but now i'm like well i should probably just donate it or give it away because guess what frankie doesn't ever want to wear that thing it was a time it was a yeah, it was the nineties. I said to her, I go, do you think you'll ever want to wear my wedding dress? I mean, it was kind of cute. It was short, and you know all this stuff. And she's like, I'm not gonna wear a cream puff. Can you see me wearing something like that? It's hysterical. I'm like, we can dye it black. <laughs> well, you know, what you could do is you could you could take a piece of the fabric and have it made into like a bag for her or something on her wedding day. So it's like something old. Oh, that's cute. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah that's but cute. Yeah, Haley Ray didn't wear my dress either. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's not 
that to me isn't a weird thing to keep. That's something yeah. that, you know, that I But it's like in thought, this gigantic box no, that I've been they carving around yes. for 30-something years now at this yeah. point. And what are you going to do to it? Do with it. Well, that's the thing is I, I said to her. That's not something you could like give to Goodwill. I guess you could. I guess you could. But, but I was like, you know what? Would you ever want to wear that, do you think? I mean, it's cute. She's like, oh, I can't imagine seeing myself in a big, poofy wedding dress. No. It's hysterical. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've been carting this thing around for nothing. I wouldn't dare tell Gilby that story because he'll make me get rid of it immediately. Oh, that's but, funny. Yeah, yeah, Gilby and I are like that way. No, I, you're I, not. I, no, I, no, 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 Barb, you guys are not. Gilby is the biggest hoarder also. Oh, yeah, He's that's true. He's got a million... What he's interested in. Yeah, motorcycles. And he's got like, Uh, I don't know, 16 drum kits. The guy's a guitar player. Why? I'd like to downsize, but there's no way I can. I took all of his guitars out of my closet and made myself a closet again and gave him an entire room with guitars and he's like spilling over into my onto my couches again there is just it's the it's just i could never of closets he's not minimalist at all no no neither is gilby although he thinks he is but he's not no speaking of closets i decided end of year time to clean out my closet make room for new stuff it's hard because I, I will say this, I will admit, I have a very large closet. So it's very easy for me to just leave everything in there because there's plenty of space. However, it discombobulates my brain because like I'll too go in there, too much stuff to look at. And I, I wear the same thing every day. I feel like I have like, I start to get in like a routine where I have like five pairs of jeans that I love. It becomes our uniform. And then it becomes my uniform. Yeah, I just too. rotate it every, every day. <laughs> the same thing. But uh, by the way, these Levi's that you gave me. I love them. On I you. haven't taken them off. They're going to walk themselves into the laundry. <laughs> I, I ha- love it. I have not taken them off. I, I wear them every so day. I'm so happy that they fit you and look yeah, amazing I'm wearing them on today. you. And- I wear them every day. Awesome. So what I decided to do was, since I do this every year at the end of the year, I clean out my closet and I go through it and everything that I haven't been wearing in a long time, that means I'm over it. So I take it out. So I took out all my stuff and most of it I took to Wasteland. Um, Oh, fun. Yeah. So I I do these piles. I do three piles. I do a Wasteland pile. I do a donate pile. And then I do a pile for the real, real. Which the real real, for I those of you real, listening, real. if you don't know it, the real real is a white glove service for designer uh, luxury got, brands. I just got a bag from there. So they I buy from them more than I see. <laughs> of course. So what you do is if you have a lot of brand name stuff in your closet that you've spent a lot of money on and you don't want to just throw it out or give it away, then you can sell it to the real real. Yeah. It's a total white glove treatment. They'll come to your house. What I do is I take a rack, I put everything on a rack and they only want top quality stuff. I can't have stains, rips, tears, worn out. No, they won't take it. So if it's in great condition, like perfect condition, and it's a luxury brand, if you go on their website, realreal.com, they keep a list of all the luxury brands that they are interested in. Right. And then you call them up, and as long as you have more than 10 pieces, they will come to your house and go through your stuff 
and they will um, take it off your hands and they put it on their website and they usually do like a 60-40 split depending on how much you can sign with them. And then they put it up on their website and whenever they sell it, they give you uh, 60% of what they sold and they just deposit it into your bank account and then you have money to go buy new stuff. So it's kind of nice. Funny that you bring them up. I have a little interesting story with them just recently. So Zach gave me a check for my birthday and I bought the Alexander McQueen leather jacket that I literally, it's gorgeous. like I said, if I was going to be buried, I'd want to be buried in it. It's divine. And I also Sabbath destroyed my favorite, my current favorite Gucci bag by putting some of that putty in that like melting putty and it destroy the liner. I have to take it to the bag place to have it refurbished. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to go on the real, real. None of the bags that are currently of trend are really my cup of tea. I need something big. Mm. I need something, you know, hobo or a shoulder bag. I, the little tiny bags or the really super little baguettes. Yeah. They're just not my, not my thing. I have way too many things that I need to be carting around and I don't care for a lot of structure. I like it to be pliable and soft. So I went on the real, real because I was like a lot of the stuff that I would love are from an era, like the vin- vintage stuff from yeah. like the early 2000s. You love or, my big black McQueen purse. I love that bag. Yeah. I've been looking for one on the real, no one's selling yeah. them, by the way. But anyway, so I found this phenomenal Chanel bag back when Lagerfeld was like the 2007, 2008, when it was all hobos and not very structured and super light lambskin Bought this bag, loved it, super excited. Funny that it's all part of your your what you were talking about before too. It came as Zach and I were getting ready to leave the house for Mexico City. So I said, oh, I guess I'll wait. And Zach's like, why wait? Use it now. So I dumped all my stuff out. I used, go to, I, I went, took pictures of it because I was really super excited that I found it and I wanted to send it to Randy and to you to show you it. And I opened all the little compartments and I unzipped the part of the bag and you will never believe what was inside the bag. I've never bought anything. No, a dime. You know, some people put pennies in their purses for Uh good luck. It was a dime and it was all about dime. Oh, how wild. And Zach flipped. He was like, (laughs) you can never lose that dime. Put it in your wallet. Put it wherever. I was like, he's like, he's everywhere. He's with us. I just got chills telling you that story. But it was so killer. There was a dime. There was, it's in my wallet now, but there was a dime in the (laughs) bag. I thought you were going to say it was a dildo in there. No, (laughs) no, but it was just so incredible because it was like, it came right when we were leaving to go celebrate him and honor that's him. That's amazing. And it was the yeah. real, real, which you're bringing up now, which is really bizarre. Yeah, that's yeah. so wild. Yeah. Uh, it, Pardon the pun, right? Yeah, yeah, totally exactly. wild. From the wilds. Okay, Miss Wild. Uh-huh. Is it time for Barb's Bag of Tricks? Do we have time for that? Um, let's see. What do I have with me? Well, we just got a huge, oh, God, gorgeous really box. About, we should talk yeah. about this. Oh, my goodness. So, Daniela, you with your... With your friends in high places, <laughs> um, you 
were able to get Mac to gift us with this incredible box of products to the Honest AF show. And yes. where do we even start? I mean, it's all their fun stuff. And there's so much oh fun stuff God. in there. This art library. So there's this art library in here. It's an eyeshadow palette. It's very 90s. It's all neutrals. It's yeah. stunning. Yeah. And they, they also sent us... Um, they sent us this, this, what I'm really interested in trying is their, the moisturizing, illuminating, silky primer. Oh, nice. I yeah. love primers. And, you know, MAC is amazing. That is like something that is totally their forte. I used to use one of their primers back in the day that made everything more matte. Mm, mm -hmm. And they're, they're. For me, it's all about minimizing pores too so i'm really excited to try that oh my god there's so many things in here this is definitely christmas yeah and one of my favorite mac products because i wear a lot of heavy eye makeup so i always you turn me on to these i know what you're gonna say the, the mac makeup wipes they are, are incredible the best. the best nobody makes them as good as they do because they will take off all your eye makeup, mascara, eyeliner, dark eyeshadow, everything in a one foul swoop. Because otherwise, you're going to get your... I, I have to like... Every time I try to take my makeup off with any other product, it never works. Well, I have to keep tugging and tugging and it doesn't take it off completely. Theirs takes it off completely. I love them. You turned me on to them. And the other thing I love about them is I have such sensitive skin. They don't have a lot of fragrance. Yeah. I think it's just natural. Um, whatever it is that they use and they it doesn't sting some some makeup wipes will, will literally sting, yeah. sting me especially if you wear contact lenses they have the little fibers that get in your eyes and Macs are literally the best yeah yeah they really yeah, are you very turn me good. on to them I love and them. I love their lip liners their eyeliners oh, are amazing their lip liners are like legendary they're legendary I mean yeah. back in the 90s I wore spice we, every day i wore I love spice. stone and spice i wear stone now i love I stone love them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sheena is posing right now is she asleep are we boring her to tears she's being buddha <laughs> she's being buddha right now she she's looks like so she's cute. about to meditate um but yeah so they sent us a whole goodie bag of all their lipsticks their studio fix liquid oh. foundation a full coverage foundation compact all kinds of lipsticks. There's a lot of red stuff going on in here, which oh, I think yay. goes straight to you. <laughs> I'm very excited um, about that. Yeah. Although my husband and my sons won't be, but I am. I just always look like a complete prostitute. I've never um, seen you I in red, red, but I have a feeling it'd be divine. Yeah, I can't imagine. So just like a really fun box oh of God, products so from exciting. Mac. So thank, thank you Mac. very much, Mac. Thank you, Daniela, for love having it. Uh, friends in high places all the time. <laughs> fun sharing. stuff. Very fun stuff. Yeah, so that, um, I, I think this definitely is more than... And, you know, Mac has such great gift boxes and all kinds of fun stuff. To, I always love to get Mac to um, give us gifts, you know, yeah, like little no, like their stuff lipsticks and lip liners and eyeliners. Tried and true. And you know what else I love about Mac, too, is if you go to the any of the studios mm -hmm. and you have them put false eyelashes on you or do like... They'll do... They'll try anything on you and do oh, quick and they'll makeup. color correct. They'll oh, match so your color. Good. They'll they're great. You can go there and just they have true go artists to town. That always work there. They're yeah. not just you know salespeople. No, they know their stuff. They really do know their stuff. Their products are oh, great. How pretty and is this? this the people that work glass. there are great. 
is incredible. Oh, the lip gloss is my favorite. This one is Spite, I think it says, 319. It looks gorgeous. Their lip gloss is my absolute favorite. People always ask me, what lip gloss are you wearing? It looks so shiny. It's MAC lip gloss. It is the best. I get the clear one. I get the ones with different colors sometimes. I love them. But my absolute favorite is just clear because then I, I can like use any lipstick and put on. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah. They have an um, eyelid gloss also. They have I know. An it's always gloss. sold out. Every time I go to get it, it must be really great. Frankie loves it. She uses all the MAC products all the time, and she uses their um, eyeshadow glosses and makes like a real smudgy-looking eye. It's that awesome. That kid of yours is another one who is like... She's a makeup genius. Who knew? She is a genius. Yeah. She's videos, so good. She's mesmerizing on TikTok. I could watch Frankie on TikTok. Forever. I know, me too. I do. I go back and I watch all her videos all the time. I She's love incredible. Frankie on uh, TikTok. Yeah, the, thank you, Mac. Yes, um, thank, thank you, you so much, Mac. We love everything. Everything is incredible. Yeah, very exciting to get a box from Mac. I'll tell and you unlike that. And like biological sisters, we won't fight over any of it. But no, we uh, you put enough stuff in here that we could. thank you all right well i guess that does it for this episode of honest af and if you have any questions or products or subject matters that you want us to tackle please hit us up on our socials we love hearing from you it's important it helps us with our shows so hit us up on our socials honest af show is our instagram our twitter our facebook honestafshow.com is our website until next time y'all take care bye everybody We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.